0: Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. I'm so glad that you could take a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. The subject today, Satan, Demons, and the End Times. That's the title, by the way, of a five-hour audio series on CD that I have published so that you can better understand the satanic activities in the end times. This is a must study. You know, at the time of the first coming of Jesus Christ, there was much demonic, satanic activity that took place. And at the second coming of Christ, that will be the case as well. Leading up to the rapture of the church, we'll see much satanic activity, demons, and they will all be associated with the end time scenario that can be found in Bible prophecy. You need to join us in our study, Satan's Demonic Deception. This is the fourth of the five-part series on Satan, Demons, and the End Times. Let's study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy. Right now, Satan's Demonic Deception. Well, we talked about politically, we talked about prophetically. What about privately, or personally? Go to Matthew 24 just for a second. Matthew 24. Matthew chapter 24 is that Olivet Discourse that we talked about. And I want to show you several things. Matthew 24, Jesus telling what it's going to be like before He comes back. Now remember Matthew 24, not talking about the rapture of the church, is talking about the second coming. So this is not evidence of what's going to be happening before the rapture, but before the second coming of Christ. Verse 4, And Jesus said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying that I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Verse 11, And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. Verse 24, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, and so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. I read four verses and four times I used the word deceive. Deception is the number one indicator that Jesus Christ is about to come back. The first thing he says to his disciples when they said, tell us what it's going to be like before you come back. He said, deception, demonic deception. So much so that even the believers will be deceived by signs, wonders, and miracles. Personally. Satan dispatches evil angels to deceive us, demonic deception, signs, wonders, and miracles. Go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 just for a second. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is Paul teaching the people at Thessaloniki how it's going to be at the time of the coming, uh, at the time of the rapture of the church and the coming of Antichrist. Notice what he says here in verse 8. And then shall that wicked one, another name for the Antichrist, of the 27 names he has, and then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord will, shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy or render inoperative with the brightness of his coming. Verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. That lays it out as plain as the nose on your face. It's going to be Satan's power that brings forth signs, wonders, and miracles at the time of the tribulation period. Go to one place else in the book of Revelation chapter 13. Book of Revelation chapter 13. Verse 11 introduces us to another beast, which would be the false prophet. Verse 12 says, He exercises all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Satanic healing, that's a sign, wonder, and miracle. Verse 13, And he doeth great wonders, and so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth, in the sight of men. That's a mighty miracle, calling fire out of heaven Verse 14, and he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of these or those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. He had power to do. The false prophet can perform signs, wonders, and miracles, heal, call people, excuse me, fire out of heaven personally being deceived. Chapter 16 of the book of Revelation lays out for where we're going to start. Verse 13, "...and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, Satan, out of the mouth of the beast, the Antichrist, out of the mouth of the false prophet, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth to, unto the kings of the earth. Go to chapter 19, just for a second. Chapter 19, and verse 20. And the beast was taking, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. He performed miracles to deceive those to take the mark of the beast and to worship the image, to worship the Antichrist. Well, that's demonic deception, personally. Let me tell you where there's one more deception. Demon possession. Demon possession. First of all, let me tell you the criteria for demon possession. It cannot happen to a believer, because the Holy Spirit of God lives in the body of the individual who's born again. And no way can an evil, angelic angel enter into that body. So a lost person is the only one that can be demon-possessed. A saved person can never be possessed. He or she can be oppressed but not possessed. Let me tell you the second thing. The only ones that ever cast out demons were Jesus Christ, those he designated all apostles no place else do you find in the scripture where anyone else cast out a demon let me tell you a third thing casting out demons is not for today it is not for today the archangel Gabriel the book of Jude said I dare not tell Satan what he must do. You will be treading on dangerous ground if you get involved in casting out demons. You know what demons will do? According to the text, I'm, I'm not giving you a study on demons. Our time is gone. I've got to finish this quickly. I can tell you the references later. A demon will actually voluntarily leave the body. So that someone who thinks they've cast out a demon will think it's been successful. But the text also says, once that has happened, a hundred legions of demons will come back into that body. And it'll be worse than it ever was. We are not called today to be involved in a ministry of casting out demons with one exception. You find a person that's demon-possessed. Let me tell you what to do. Lead them to Jesus Christ. The solution for demon-possession is salvation. Because the Holy Spirit of God will come in and take charge of that body. And the demon will have to flee. Don't be involved. It's dangerous. Please excuse me if you're not taking much more time. But this is just concluding how demonic deception is influencing personally members of the body of Christ. What do we do? One verse and we close. This is the key for how you can deal with Satan. Personally, Go to James chapter 4 and verse 7. Simple little verse, simple little program. James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You don't tell God, excuse me, you don't tell the demon to leave you alone. You do not claim the blood of Jesus Christ to cause that demon to not bother you. You submit yourself to God. Next verse says, Draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. You submit yourself to God. How do you resist the devil? Ephesians 6, 12, or 6, 10, put on the whole armor of God that she may able to be, stand against the wiles of the devil. That's not of me. That's nothing of me. Putting on the whole armor of God is all of God. Submit yourself to him. Resist by putting on the whole armor of God and the devil, according to the word of God, must flee. But just remember, as we watch politically, demonic deception, prophetically, demonic deception, personally, demonic deception, we are quickly approaching the return of Christ. He knows he has but a short time. He will intensify his activities. Father... Thank you for the Word of God, the privilege that you honor us with in studying your Word, the joy that is given to us when we allow the Holy Spirit of God, whose ministry it is to teach the Word of God. He was used to breathe into ancient men, some 40 men over 1,500 years, 66 books. And now that one who was responsible for giving the Word of God, breathing into humankind the Word of God, will teach. Jesus said, I go, and when I go, I will send the comforter, the Spirit of truth, who will teach you things to come. Thank you for that provision. And so it's all there. The Word is there. The power to understand the Word from the one who wrote it. All we need to do is be at the task, and we'll be able to understand the times in which we're living, times of satanic, demonic influence in this world, giving us evidence of the quickly approaching return of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the time we could spend together, learning tonight. Use it to bring honor and glory to yourself and for that purpose alone. In thy precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. As we study God's Word, we become very aware of how Satan and his demons will play a role in the end times. That is the focus of this five-hour audio series Portion of which we just listen to that you need to have in your library. It will help you to understand the times in which we're living and the part that Satan and his demons will play in these end times. If you'd like to have your copy, you can call our toll-free number eight seven seven six seven four three two nine eight. Now that's a toll-free number from across America. Eight seven seven six seven four three two nine eight. Or go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall inside our website and you can make your order of Satan, Demons, and the End Times, a prophetic audio five-part series on CD that's available for you to purchase. We'd love to have you study along with us because as we continue to study God's Word, we become more and more aware of the fact that we are indeed living in the end times. You know, the next event to take place in the end times is the rapture of the church. There's no prophecy that has to be fulfilled before the rapture of the church. That could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's basically nothing else for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...